0: Before we start today's episode, I just want to say that if you listen to the very, very end, after the music and everything, we are going to put an outtake from our Black Christmas Bonanza uh, episode that's not happening. Listen on to find out why. Hizella came and gave a review of Elfin Grove that was quite funny, and I don't want to lose it, so listen to the end and you'll hear about Elfin Grove, which may make no sense to everybody, but just listen to it, it's funny. Thanks. And welcome to another late edition of Scare, producing the horror podcast that is serious about series, a.k.a. literally the worst name for a podcast, or the Eternally Unwell podcast. I hope you all had a very nice Christmas. I'm Callum McNabb.
1: And I'm Gisela Martinez, and I think this is the last episode of
0: 2019. Yes, it is, because uh, we're recording it on the 28th. There's no way we're going to record another one for the end of the year. We don't even know what we're going to do the start of next year, but alas, that's not the point. We're here to finish Paranormal Activity. We're here to finish the year. We're here to finish the decade. And also...
1: So are we doing the whole ranking films this episode? Yes. I thought we were
0: doing another one. No, so that's what I want to talk about. There was that we teased... Uh, going to be a special episode, end of year, end of decade sort of thing. We could. No, we could not. We don't have the time. And yeah. all. No, just, just <laughs> do the lists in this one. It makes more sense, right? Okay. What I was planning on doing, I'll just reveal it, was uh, a Black Christmas Bonanza special episode where we do all three Black Christmases in one episode. We do 1974, original, 2006 remake, and then there was a new remake that came out this year, 2019. However... I believe I put it on Instagram that uh you, Hizella, were not able to do the first two Black Christmases because you were out at an event, which we'll get to, called Elfin Grove. Elfin Grove. Yes, we'll get to that. So, when Hizella was at that event, uh, I stayed home and I watched the original Black Christmases and I recorded my thoughts on both of them. Uh, I recorded over an hour, which was great fun. <laughs> And then I went to see Black Christmas 2019, and you decided you didn't really want to go. She hadn't seen the other one, so what the hell? And I was like, okay, I guess it's just going to be a solo end-of-year episode from me, yeah. plus you coming in to do your lists and talk about Elf and Grove. Yeah. But then I came home from Black Christmas 2019, and I hated that film so much that I was like, well, we need to put this off for a year and do it next year. We need to do the three Black Christmases. So
1: you're going to suffer again watching this film with me? yes. Because it's too bad that you want to comment on every single thing.
0: Yes, but also I want your opinion on it because.
1: Because you think I'm gonna like it.
0: No, Black Christmas 2019 is a very, very like it's it, like the 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 creators have said that it's for a preteen female audience. That's, that's, that's,
1: <laughs> oh, so, thank you so much for calling me preteen.
0: No, you're not preteen, but you are ah. female.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So like. The idea, since that film came out and I didn't like it, I thought it was an absolute... Like I liked the idea they were going for I'm not going to spoil anything. Izella uh, hasn't seen it. She hasn't seen the original whatever. But they changed certain aspects and I liked the idea that they went down. I was like, that's pretty interesting for a slasher movie in 2019. This could go anywhere. I just didn't like the execution of it. And then much like with The Last Jedi, the discourse about that film online has been very negative. Like from white men. Like, there's been comments, there was an article I read yesterday that just had tweets from men, and there was like, Black Christmas 2019 is so bad that it made me root for all the rapists in every (laughs) film. Oh my god! Yeah, and I thought, and I just was like, right, I can't just put a podcast out with just me, a straight white man, talking about that movie, when I'm not its target audience. Yeah. And they've said that, I'm not its target audience, fine. So I was like, I need to discuss why I think it's bad, and why I agree with the idea they went down, but why I think it's bad. But I want your take on it to see if you disagree.
1: Because I'm a woman and because I'm Mexican.
0: Well, it's got nothing to do with race. But it, it has to, it, 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 the movie deals with men and women, the patriarchy, etc. Like, that's what it's going for in this new one. And some men have really taken against it. And so the idea of putting out a podcast of just a guy talking about it seems a little bit disingenuous. Yeah, backlash. Exactly. So I was just like, do you know what? I'll wait a year. I want to see what your thoughts are on it. Uh, and I want to talk about all three of them. And also, I've learned subsequently about the original films. There's a part of the original films I didn't get why it was there. And I've now, since I recorded, because I was in talking about it myself here for an hour, going like, I don't fucking get this. Like, why (laughs) is that there? And then it's like, do you know what? If you do your research, turns out there's a reason for it there. There you go. And so basically our podcast is just a white man complaining about shit he doesn't understand. So I didn't want to put that out. That's what I'm here
1: to balance
0: You're here to balance things. Exactly. So Black Christmas, we're not doing it.
1: You're welcome. So. You're welcome.
0: I did also ask on Reddit and Twitter and Instagram a few months ago, if anyone wanted to... Because we were going to be doing a big Christmas special episode, to try and get as many people involved as possible. If they wanted to record certain answers to three questions I posed, I put three questions on Twitter and went, record your answers, send them in, we'll put them in the episode. Now, we only got one response. But I feel like because... The, these people did do a response. We should include it. So, I'm going to put it in here. It's from the Holics podcast. Okay. They were very kind to answer my three questions and send them in. So, what you're going to hear now is their answers to
2: those three questions.
3: Uh, hi, I'm Maddie.
2: And I'm Corey.
3: And we are the Holics Anonymous.
2: And we're here to answer three questions.
3: Okay, Corey, what is the most important horror film of the last ten years?
2: I don't know, dude. I'm starting to lean towards the witch because it sort of opened up the whole, the floodgates for the slow burn horror to kind of come back like we had in the seventies, the Mm -hmm. like, they kind of achieved their goals through, um, through building up tension rather than jump scares and things like that. So I'm going to say that, and I'm going to say if we traced it back to whatever movie started the whole like retro eighties, late seventies movement again if we could find out what movie that was i think that would be the most important movie as well but that's a lot of work
3: you know if i had to decide i would say it would be just like the conjuring because that inspired a whole slew of sequels and spinoffs and it brought a lot of people into the genre
2: i can get down with that yeah movies like sinister as well like and yeah all right question two maddie what is the best scare of the last 10 years
3: that one's really tough to define you know, because I don't get scared in movies, so I, I don't judge it like another a normal person probably would.
2: hmm Spoilers, but the the kid getting decapitated in Hereditary is um, probably, like say what you will about Hereditary, that messed me up.
3: I found that upsetting, but it didn't scare me.
2: It it definitely scared me.
3: I can't get scared by movies, so. There's not really one out there that I could say defines that feeling. Uh, so final question, Corey. Uh, underrated horror, uh, like most underrated horror film of the last ten years.
2: One hundred percent, no question, easy answer. Lords of Salem, Rob Zombie's movie. And I mean, you
3: really love that movie,
2: dude. It's great, and and the world and the internet and Reddit can crucify me as much as they want for saying good things about Rob Zombie's newer stuff, but. I think Lords of Salem was brilliant and I adored it from beginning to end. So that is my unfairly overlooked horror movie.
3: Okay. I'm going to go a little bit lighter and say happy death day because not enough people know how hilarious and fun and great that film
2: is. Yeah, it's pretty dope too. I think honorable mention goes out to the void as well.
3: Oh yeah, the void is yeah. excellent. I really enjoyed
2: that oh, one. Oh, and well. Resolution and The Endless, but but no more.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we're just gonna end up listing <laughs> up right, right. <laughs> <laughs> all five hundred movies. Alright, so uh that was our little opinion um on horror films of the last decade. Hopefully the next one decade coming up is going to be even better.
0: I have hope. So thank you to them. Thank you. Massive thank you to them. Gracias. So, I can't remember all three questions because I'm not looking up right now. And we're doing this, and I'm editing that in after, and blah, blah, blah. But I remember one of the questions was best scare of the decade. In fact, I do remember the question. I don't know why I'm saying that. No. Do you remember what's the biggest moment you've shot yourself at this decade? Because I know mine, and they didn't mention it. Because I know what they've said.
1: Is the ring part of the second?
0: Uh, the ring? No. But uh, rings is? No. Huh.
1: Then I don't remember. Okay. I remember being scared and being like, ah, like, super scared, mm-hmm. but I can't remember the movie or where it was.
0: The biggest shit scared moment I had this decade, which Halloholics haven't mentioned, is Sinister, the lawnmower scene. Do you remember Sinister? Uh, no. Ethan Hawke goes into a house with his family to oh, write yeah. a crime book and he finds all these videotapes of old murders. <sighs>
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah!
0: The lawnmower scene—I that has made probably the biggest jump I've ever had in my life. You know what?
1: I, I, I I remember a few like really, really scared, like really good scares, but they're not from a movie; they're from a t show. The Haunting of Hill House. Yep. It has so many. I think.
0: Are you thinking of when they're driving in the car?
1: Driving in the car. Yeah. When the (sighs) this ghost that is looking for his hat goes into the kid's room, and you only you because you are looking through the kid that is under the bed. You only see someone walking. Yeah. Oh, I think that's really, really scary.
0: <laughs> oh, well, yeah. No, that's uh, Haunting of Hill House. Great series. We got it this decade.
1: But anyway, we're not here to talk about this. We're <laughs> here to talk about the last <laughs> film of the Paranormal TV series mm-hmm. that is A Ghost Dimension.
0: <laughs> you just jumped right into that. Yes.
1: <laughs> i know i'm just feel really, like we're talking about like nonsense stuff like right. this is a, this this people that is listening to this episode thank you but you are here to listen about the ghost dimension paranormal activity movie
0: probably the end of the year stuff as well
1: uh, no they're not
0: they are because i'm going to title it that
1: uh,
0: anyway right so paranormal activity the ghost dimension yes Do you have your word no describe it in one word no <laughs> Do you want me to tell you mine yeah shit
1: Oh, okay, then I can, they can make it into something uh, boring. Yeah. Or, like, uh, what's a word to describe something like there's no need for that?
0: Unnecessary.
1: Unne- yeah, unnecessary. Oh, it's an okay. unnecessary movie. Fair enough. I mean, it's uh, fine, it's there, but it doesn't add anything to the whole series. It just. Blah. Things that I already know.
0: Do you remember any of this film? We watched it about two weeks ago. We just never recorded it. I, podcast. I, I do. You remember stuff about it? Yes. Okay, good. Because I don't... I was just reading up on Wikipedia there and I was like, wow, I forgot that happened. I forgot that happened. Like, this film... So, we should say then, start straight off the bat. This film is pretty much straight back to what happens. Like, the marked ones doesn't need to exist. So yeah. we're back to middle class, upper upper middle class, white America. Yeah. Which is... Boring. We've just had the most, in my opinion, the most exciting entry in the franchise when it's gone Latin American, Latin American, Mexican American... Chicanos. Yes. Okay. And... And then we just go back to rich white people again. I
1: just feel like... We've had
0: four movies of them.
1: I just feel like I was was watching the movie with obviously the intention of find out how this family is related to... all. The things that I've been seen during the series, like, oh, uh-huh. we are targeting this family because yeah. they adopted Hunter. we are targeting this family because, oh, they are in there. Where? Whatever. So I was like, okay, why this family? Why no other family? Why this? End up being because the girl in this family yeah. is, it was born in the same day as Hunter. Yeah. And that's it. And they need this girl for a sacrifice.
0: Basically, yes.
1: Then I'm like, okay. And also, they were put in that house.
0: Yeah, kind of, yes.
1: Kind of, they were like, okay, they're there. So mm-hmm. basically, they were, they were kind of like, okay, we are gonna make the movie about what? Okay, let's take this family, put in their movie. Uh huh. I I didn't feel like
0: oh, that's not so this a is strong thing. connection. This is the thing. So. There's no real connection between any of them. You're assuming that they had this planned out from the start. Yeah. But they didn't. Paranormal Activity never wasn't, it wasn't going to have a sequel. They didn't expect it to be as big a success as it was.
1: I know. So then they
0: make the sequel, they make it kind of like a prequel sequel. I get that. Then you go back. I get
1: that. I get that. So they didn't plan every one. I get that. Uh But I was thinking more like, okay, because the first movies, well, almost all of them, It's about the grandma's group of people and, okay, I'm going to put my daughter and then their babies or whatever. So I thought, oh, maybe what about if you take another member of this cult, Mm -hmm. their family? Right. I thought, okay, maybe this is some related to someone else or like the, I don't know, I don't know, the... Be priest, dark priest, family, or I don't know.
0: So paranormal activity one, two, and three are Katie and Christie. Yeah. And then paranormal activity four is like a side family that have accidentally somehow adopted Hunter mm-hmm. and got, but it's not really Katie and Christie's family anymore. It's like a side family, and it, shit, it's boring. It's nah, not really interesting. Paranormal activity, the marked ones, they're like people seem to be kind of bored with Katie and Christie. Yeah. Let's go somewhere else. Yeah. And then in this one, they're back to the Katie Christie stuff. But again, it's just a family, as you say, that have just moved into that house. They have nothing to do with anything.
1: Yeah. And also, it's in Christmas time.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. It's so Christmas movie. We
1: put the movie and we're like, oh, there's a Christmas tree. Oh, my God. It's about Christmas time. Yeah. So I like that. Just I like that, of too. because the Christmas vibe that we have right now. But is there something in this movie that you think was like, Okay, I, the movie shit, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I can't rescue this.
0: Uh, so the big idea is obviously they've now somehow stumbled across all the old videotapes from when Katie and Christy lived in the house. And they've got an old camera that can see the the, the dimension that the ghost exists in. So you can actually see the demon. You can see Toby through one camera.
1: Yeah. They that they meet.
0: Uh, I imagine the cult that adopted Katie and Christie have made this camera. Yeah. But that's kind of cool at first. Like the very first time Toby appears and it's just this black figure like this and it's kind of made up of like different, so it kind of looks like a shitty version of the ghosts in Crimson Peak. Like a shittier version of that. Yeah. But I kind of liked it and how the fact that you can't see it on all the cameras. But they keep cutting back to that camera and it, it annoyed me because it was like, show us that that thing is in the room and then cut to another angle where we can't see it, but we know it's there. But it keeps cutting back to be like, remember, that's there. And we're like, we know it's there. Yeah. It's better when, when we can't see it. It's scarier when we can't see it. So I kind of like the idea, but they overuse it. And I, and when, it's, when, I, when I'm able to see it, I don't think it's scary. And also you can tell that this movie was made in 3D. This is the 3D boom coming towards the end of the 3D oh, boom. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, so the DVD we've got, the Blu-ray we've got, the first disc is in 3D. We had to watch it on this, too, because you we know, don't have a 3D TV. But, like, for example, spoilers, when the dad dies at the end, like, the thing's coming through his chest towards yeah. the... You're like, it's 3D.
1: Oh, okay. What
0: well, A paranormal activity movie in 3D is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Because it's supposed uh, to be a video.
1: what about that weird movie that we watch in three D just for one thing?
0: Yeah, but that's 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 Gaspar Noé being deliberately controversial. You're talking about Love three D,
1: yes, which oh has a god.
0: cum shot towards the camera. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. But that but that's a Gaspar Noé movie. He's he's going to be deliberately prov- provocative. Like that's what I go and watch his films for.
1: I was like, why do I need these three D glasses? Why I. Seriously, was I love was sitting for 3D. like a one and a half,
0: yeah. and then I was like, what? Oh, jeez. Yeah, there, somebody there jizzed on me. Yeah, <laughs> um, But this is supposed to be home footage, like people on their home video cameras. Uh-huh. Your home video camera's not in 3D. So, like, I don't get why they thought, put it in 3D. I don't know, it just, it
1: just wants to be relevant.
0: So, essentially, what you're asking me, the answer is no. There's nothing about this movie that There's I would that rescue. There's nothing you can say. No, you... Yeah. No?
1: Um, I think the mom. I like the mom. She's pretty. She yeah, should be in more stuff.
0: I don't even remember who the mom <laughs> is. She's pretty. She should be in more stuff. So you thought she was good?
1: Yeah, I think she was a good actress. Um, I wasn't keen on on the dad. Okay. And the friend. I don't know it was his the, brother. Friend. The, brother, the brother.
0: Yeah, his brothers annoying as shit. Yeah, I Mike. was
1: like, uh, nah, can't rescue any of that. I th- I think her. The mom, the actress. I don't know. Okay, yeah, she she's pretty. She's pretty. I think she was really, really good on it. Um, I think she has. She gives me the vibe of the actress from Downton Abbey.
0: I don't know. I don't watch Downton Abbey.
1: The one with the short hair.
0: I don't watch Downton Abbey.
1: And she's gonna be in the new movie with. Oh, what's the name of this? We listen this trailer all the time when we go to the cinema. Anyway, I'll tell you when I see it. Okay. But yeah, I, 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 she's the one that will rescue from the movie.
0: Okay.
1: The movie is boring and then uh, the father, there's a the scene that, okay, things are out of control. Uh, we found out that this camera can see ghosts and things are happening. The girl is possessed. So they contact the priest to help them with the situation and the priest spends. Uh, spent up little time in the house and realizes that there's a demon. Yes. And this is like, this is no a person that died and the spirit is here. No, it doesn't matter if you move from the house because this thing is going to follow you. Yes. So, you need an exorcism. So, he explained the whole ritual and things like, oh, you need to put the demon in the middle of the circle and then we're going to trap it and whatever. And that part where the whole action...
0: This is the end, Capes. basically. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is how little this movie matters. We were at the end.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> with the whole action happens. I was a little bit like, okay, what's going to happen here? How they're going to cut the demon? But then they caught the demon out for a little bit. Uh-huh. like they think catch they, it, yeah. But I think the demon is shit.
0: The demon is shit. Because it looks like shit well. Because you can see. Because I'd yeah.
1: rather hear noises and no seeing anything. And I don't know, with no light, than seeing an actual demon there all in black.
0: Agreed. But it's like, so what I'm describing when the the black thing appears in, uh, in the the little girl's room, what's the little girl called? Uh, Ryan, his wife, I Emily, need... Leela. Leela? Le- Leela? Anyway, when it appears in her room at first, it just, and it like manifests itself out of the floor. And it's like, almost like this moving black goo that's being like sucked from the floor to the ceiling. But as it moves from the ground to the ceiling, it forms the shape of a uh, like a humanoid and then goes into the ceiling and it's like, that's kind of cool. But when it rushes past the camera and the dad goes back down to his little video editing room and he's like, slow motion, slow motion, slow motion, and he pauses it and it's got a face. It it looks like shit. It, yeah. it genuinely looks like shit. And then later on when they catch it, and it's now green or is it that the movie's in night vision? Maybe night vision. That's why it looks green. <laughs> Um, but yeah, when they catch it in the middle of the floor, and it's like being taken into hell or something, and it's going nuts, and you can see its face. It's just, yeah, sh- it looks idea. shit. Agreed.
1: So basically, that's it. Well, I like the part that, well, it's not a part, but where they are looking at the old BH, VHS tapes. Oh, so basically, tapes.
0: we get the tapes of Katie and Christy after Paranormal 3. Thank you for interrupting. Sorry. When they go up the stairs with the grandma at the end of Paranormal three, and that's when that film ends. We then get the tapes that show them
1: what happened. What
0: happens in them being how in they are
1: training them yes. or like trying to contact something. But basically, while the people right now in the present are looking at the tapes, they can they realize that the girls in the past. Mm-hmm are seeing them in the future. Yes. And I thought that was quite cool, like, oh, so what's the point of this?
0: It is quite cool. It kind of is trying to expand on the end of Paranormal Activity, the marked ones, where, uh, is it Jesse? No, Jesse's the main one. Hector mm-hmm. is goes back into Katie's house in Paranormal Activity 1 mm-hmm. and is involved in the events at the end of that movie. Mm-hmm. And there's like a time loop. So it's trying to play on that, where it's like, this is 1992. These girls are being filmed. It's like a doc. The, 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 the cult is documenting their indoctr- indoctrination of these two girls. Yeah. But as they're doing it, the girls are describing things that are happening now in 2015 or whatever. And these people in 2015 are watching it, having the things described. And they go, but this is 1992. This doesn't make sense. That's kinda cool. Yeah. But it doesn't really go anywhere. The and, only and way. That's
1: my problem. They too have expand this, like, part, because yeah. I thought it was quite like, oh, so, it doesn't matter if you watch the first movie, yes it's always gonna finish as we know how it finished, because from the past, they were, mal- they were, like, controlling the future, so it doesn't matter, like, you know, like, oh, you're gonna die anyway, because this already happened in the past.
0: But they were
1: opening doors uh-huh. in the future, so in the past they
0: have the demon, right? But that's what I'm saying is this isn't planned. And probably out. people
1: just got like, what? what are they talking about? Like yeah, it's confusing. I they're too. just
0: once paranormal activity four is finished, they're like, right? How can we make another one? They haven't got an idea of how to make another one. So this stuff is all like, like back fed in. So none of this is in paranormal activity one, and now we've been led to believe that the witches exist and that they were in control the whole time. And that They could control time somehow. But none of this is in Paranormal... This doesn't even arrive until like Paranormal Activity 5, really. Um, yeah. And Hunter, we find out that Hunter, the reason he's still missing is because he's now in 1992, despite the fact he was born in 2005. The demon has captured him and taken him into the ghost dimension, which is the past. So Hunter now exists in the past, despite not existing until you know 13 years later and that's what they're wanting for Leila they're wanting to take Leila into the past because they need hunter and leila in order to give a to make the demon toby to make toby a real person to turn mm-hmm. toby into a real person now this is like hereditary yeah where they want a certain person of the family in order to make their demon a physical alive, being yeah. alive and real and tangible in this world the same, difference is same. hereditary works <laughs>
1: it is saying with the Annabelle movies that they want their soul so they can come to life so, so they,
0: Annabelle wants to get out of the doll
1: yes yeah, like they needed a body they need a soul
0: okay so yeah. all,
1: basically demons just need a proper body yeah like That's a hundred like yeah. this
0: is this yeah this idea
1: be- basic idea of the demon- what? Demo- oh, demonio- I thought, demonology. demonology. I
0: thought you said monology. I was like, what's monology? <laughs> demonology, yes. It is a basic idea. But the idea when I compare it to something like Hereditary, is Hereditary works. Like, I believe what's going on, and 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 the story kind of tracks. In this one, you're just like, wait, this wasn't in like, the last five films. Why is it? But the thing that bores me the most is just the characters. Like,
1: Yeah. You've they, we've had such an care. exciting...
0: But I was reading, this is what surprised me, so you think Paranormal Activity, you know, one, two, three, and then four, and it starts to, it's still making loads and loads of money, as I say, every episode, mm-hmm. but the the money's going down, right? Yeah. And so they decide, hmm, maybe people are bored with the white characters, let's expand it, let's make, bring new characters in, because people always say they want diversity. Here you go, here's people speaking Spanish, they're Latin American influenced, whatever. There you go, right? Mm-hmm. Now, that's not the lowest grossing movie in the franchise. It's the second lowest grossing, right? The Ghost Dimension, the one we're talking about now, that's the one that made the least money. But, and this is what surprises me, the Ghost Dimension made more money outside of North America. Mm. So in North America, eh, the Ghost Dimension is the least successful, but in other territories, basically everywhere else in the world, it is the marked ones. So basically, outside Canada, USA, Mexico, Guatemala, etc. Fine, but everywhere else in the world, the marked ones, nobody cared about it.
1: Oh, really?
0: It made the least amount of money, which is surprising to me, because you'd think people would have taken to an outside culture, but they didn't. But this is what I've said. People don't want diversity. They say they do, but then you get a movie that is diverse, like Widows, the best movie of last year. Nobody went to see it. And you go, five female leads of all different ethnicities, in starring in one of the best crime dramas of the year. There you go. You want your diversity? There's a perfect example of it. And nobody went.
1: Charlie Angels? The new movie?
0: Apparently that is shit, though. But we haven't seen it.
1: <laughs> but the, you have diversity right there. A lesbian
0: Is there girl? a lesbian in
1: it? Well, she's a lesbian.
0: Oh, you're talking about Kristen Stewart? Yeah. But does she play a lesbian in it? Sorry, is what I meant.
1: No, but it doesn't matter. She's lesbian. Right, okay. Like, sometimes, like, oh, I'm not, I'm just going to hire a straight person. So you are, ta- uh, like, tagging, like, lesbian. Yeah, I get diversity, it. Diversity, uh, just women.
0: Yes. like but No, exactly. I agree. People, but people say they want diversity, <laughs> and then when the diversity comes out, they don't go and see it, unless it's, like, Wonder Woman, which is, like, a big blockbuster anyway, so fair enough. So uh, that's kind of how I feel about the marked ones. I and love probably that probably that's
1: column. all you're going to hear from the Ghost I mentioned because there's
0: nothing else. Except that there is going to finally, after seven years or whatever, there is going to be a sequel. They say. Uh, they haven't. I don't think they've announced if it's a sequel or a reboot, but there is going to be. This is not the last Paranormal Activity movie. It is currently. But there is going to be a new one.
1: And are you wondering how this movie finishes? I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> Basically, they <laughs> sacrifice Hunter and Lyla, or Layla, or the little girl, and Toby's Alive. Now Toby is walking naked around the house, and he's alive.
0: Do they sacrifice her?
1: Well, they need a little bit of blood. That's
0: yeah, like it was just it. a tiny little a bit A tiny of blood.
1: little blood. And yeah. that was it. And now Toby is alive. That
0: reminds me of the joke that we watched the other day, and this is the end. When the helicopter blades come flying oh through the window. God, so and funny. Craig Robson's like, fuck your ass, Franco! And he's got the tiniest cut. <laughs> yeah. That's so, so that's cool. kind of, yeah, they don't need her full. And then, yeah, Leila and Toby walk off, and the camera ends in this new dimension. Now apparently there is an alternative ending oh. which involves the family leaving the house four months later. They they find another VHS tape but the dad destroys it so he doesn't bring the demon back. Blah blah blah. And then the mum is pregnant and Leila wants it to be a baby brother and that baby brother turns out to be Robbie from Paranormal Activity 4.
1: Oh, Robbie the is the kid, kid. that lives Weird. across the road. Weird yeah.
0: one. So it's like But does that make sense? Like I'm reading it now, and I'm like, does does that make sense? If that's Robbie, I don't know. I don't know, and maybe that's why they cut it. And I just like, I'm like, but that's totally different from the end of the movie. Yeah. Like I know it's an alternative ending, but it's completely different. It's not like they were going down the same way. They're alive. They were like, like, okay, we'll make Toby alive, but we won't kill this person or whatever. Or maybe blah blah blah. No, it's like no, completely different scene. But I suppose that's why I'm alternative ending again. But it's. I, I just think they didn't know what they were doing with this movie and I think it tells it is a fucking mess. Do and not like it. Easily my least favourite of the franchise.
1: It's yes, definitely the weakest.
0: Could you rank the franchise? I know you hate ranking uh, things. But no, there are no. six films.
1: I'm just gonna say that my favourite one is the Mark Ones.
0: Yes, agreed.
1: And my second favourite will be I don't remember if it's the second or the third.
0: Third is old lady house in the like the the eighties seventies and eighties. Oh, with the one with the ghost with the blanket. Yes, that one, that one. That's the third.
1: Yeah, like the third, and then the second,
0: and then the second. Yeah. Okay, and we know that the ghost dimension is your least favorite. Yes. So one or four? Which one? I don't better? know. I can't. <laughs> okay, so I would go from bottom to top. The ghost dimension easily the worst. Then paranormal activity four pretty boring. Then paranormal activity the original. Good, but I fucking hate Mika, so nah. Then paranormativity 2, then 3, and the best one being paranormativity, the marked one. Yeah, yeah. Easily the best one. High
1: five! One.
0: That was good timing. I know. Considering, spoiler, we didn't high five, we both just clapped.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's all, and I believe you have, well, Cal made me to... Couple of lists.
0: Yes, to end of rank, the year. Rank end movies of the and I
1: hate ranking stuff.
0: You do hate ranking stuff, so you said you were just going to give it in randomised order. Yes. Yeah, so Mine is in order. His is just going to be randomised. Who knows? It's not even in alphabetical order. It's not even in release date order. It's just 10 films you could think of that you liked. Yes. So we could finish <laughs> this and you could be like, shit, I forgot this one. No. Okay, right. Do you want to go for year and then decade?
1: Uh, year, okay. Year
0: because it's smaller than decade. Yeah, let's yeah. go 2019. I'm going to go 2019. You decade, then me decade. Okay? To ta-
1: yeah, 2019, I was able to rank them.
0: But you're only doing five.
1: Yes, I'm only doing five because my brain can't do more than that.
0: Okay, I'm doing 10. Okay.
1: okay so you go so My five, four, three, two, one. My fa- no, you know what? Let's go with yours first because okay. mine is shorter and okay. see how many I... Okay,
0: right. Number 10. Originally, I had Dr. Sleep on here, but I switched out at the last second. Because, eh, this one just, I think this one deserves to be in there. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Ooh. Deserves to be mentioned. It's good fun for teens, and it does a good job. Yeah. Fair enough. Number nine, Annabelle Comes Home. Popcorn, fun, enjoyable. Totally. Number eight, a film Huzela has not seen. One Cut of the Dead, which is the one at the start of the year when we started this podcast. When we did the games, and then you won a prize, and then I won a prize. Yeah. I bought that on Blu-ray, watched it. Turns out everybody's correct. It's fantastic. Okay. Number eight. Number seven. One that you do not like. Lose. The German expressionist, like, weird paranormal film. Love it. Absolutely love it. Number six. I like it, but it's got to be on here because it's fucking swinging for the fences. It Chapter Two. Big budget. Fucking maniac shit. Number five. Ready or not. Ready Fucking or not. rich people. Here
1: I come. Dun, 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 dun,
0: dun. Number four. The movie that most people have ruined. Not ruined the film, but ruined the franchise. Because nobody went to see it. So we're not going to get a third one, even though we deserve one. Happy Death Day to you. Great franchise. And because nobody went to see it, apparently we're not going to get a third one. <laughs> Number three. Controversial. Probably people wouldn't consider it a horror film. But it scared me when I watched it. Another one his hasn't seen. Under the Silver Lake. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that Number two. Our most popular episode that we've recorded so far. Midsummer. And number one. Oh. Jordan Peele's Us. Do doom doom. do Sorry. Well,
1: I i have a few of yours in my. Do you have
0: all? Oh, so I haven't mentioned all of yours. Yeah, no! Okay, I'm assuming. Uh, okay, right. So, no, just So I in mean, my five. number
1: five. So anyway, so number five for me, ready or not.
0: That's I my really, number
1: five. I really, really enjoyed that movie. It's really good fun, but also really like tense and yeah, fat rich people. <laughs> number four, it chapter two.
0: Oh, okay, I haven't said number six. Big
1: popcorn movie. Go and watch it. I we, we were. Waiting for this movie for so long, and actually, it and we got Pennywise. Yes, we got Pennywise on the Reddit. Secret Santa.
0: So thank you to someone.
1: Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Uh, Number three, Ma. I really like Ma. I really, really like this movie. I think Octavia Spencer is amazing on this. It is so creepy. And then the scene when she's, like, having dinner with this old friend that is the dad of one of the kids. And Luke Evans. Yeah, having, like, this great time. Oh, let's catch up. And then he's, like, stay away from my kid. That's a great weirdo. scene.
0: That is a great oh, scene.
1: Oh, I feel like, oh, oh. Because
0: she's, Give she's, me she's like, finally met someone that's her age, that's friendly to her and nice. Yeah. And then it just switches, like, when the bill comes or whatever. Oh. And he's, like, stay away from my kid.
1: Yeah, you fucking, fucking weirdo. weirdo. Yeah, oh, amazing. Number two. Annabelle's Come Home.
0: What? What? I know you love you know- the Annabelle films. Which means you're missing one of my top two, which is, to me, unfathomable. Like, unfathomable, sorry. I don't
1: let them... What's don't tell me. Because anyway, gonna, I don't know what so your number one is. number one. Can I guess? I'm just going to tell you. Oh, okay. Us. Okay. So, yeah, I really, really like the movie. I only seen it once, to be honest.
0: No, you not. We've seen it twice. We watched it when we got it on Blu-ray.
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
0: we watched it in cinema, obviously, and then we I bought it on Blu-ray. Well, and we there you go. I again.
1: don't remember. So, to me, I only watched it once. But yeah.
0: Really. So, Midsummer's not on your list. No,
1: it was boring.
0: Oh, Midsummer's amazing.
1: Anyway,
0: so Happy Death Day Two is not on your list.
1: I only doing five. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you want me to put all these movies?
0: Wow, I'm surprised. Ma made your list ahead of things like Pet Cemetery or Doctor Sleep.
1: It's up. It's only five. Come on, Callum.
0: I know, but Ma number three. I'm very surprised.
1: Well, if you wanted me to rank, that's your me doing a rank. Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah, I fields. forgot. It's
0: just randomised. Yes. Oh no, that's wrong. No, that's wrong. Uh, okay, the decade randomised. Randomized. I
1: can just put because if you tell me, okay, do a ranking for the decade. I can't do 10 okay fine my brain can, my brain can hold that amount of <laughs> so there you go that's my 2019 I'm happy with it
0: yeah that's fine it's your list yes, Annabelle yes. comes home number two is that, yes. is that right yeah okay fair enough so top 10 of the decade yours is randomized mine
1: is random yeah
0: mine is in order so who do you want to go first
1: uh, you can well, I can go because mine is random, so
0: okay. And I'll see how many of these ten so, are on your my list.
1: Again, mine are random. Doesn't matter. I love them less than the other ones or more than the other ones. So, but I do have a number one that I really, really like. So I'm gonna leave that at the end. So I have the classic Krampus, a horror film that is about Christmas, and I love it. It's so good, so cozy. And scary.
0: So. Can I quickly interrupt you? That's not on my list, <gasps> but it is my honourable mention because I I couldn't find a way to put it in this the ten that I've got. But I was like, Krampus is. It feels like our horror film. Yeah, we watch it every Christmas.
1: It's a festive horror
0: film. And it, it, it's like the one where it's you know people watch this over Christmas, or whatever. We watch Krampus. So I was like, I need to mention it. it came out this decade. I need to mention it. So it's there not on my go. list, but well done. Thank you.
1: Another movie that I have on my list. This is well number nine let's say but it's not in order the babadook i really really like the babadook what
0: uh, nothing just carry on
1: what it's Don't not carry- 2010
0: it is in this decade yes you're oh, right
1: why are you laughing then
0: because just carry on you'll see oh why oh my
1: god okay well i do have the babadook. I love this film it's creepy and i like the babadook like <laughs> when i see that i like the babadook i actually like the little demon thing <laughs> um another on my list is cabin in the woods it's really, really good film. It has all the monsters that you can imagine, and then it has a twist that I really like, and then it's fun, and then it has uh, tension and action. Love it. The Conjuring is the first movie of all this series of universe, and now they're like keep expanding, expanding, and I love the original one. The first one, amazing. Unfriended. So much fun. So much fun. People should watch this movie. Okay. Because it's fun and it's so creepy and you can't see.
0: It's pretty you, inventive too. You know too. what?
1: I think internet makes you feel like your phones, your computers, your tablets make you feel secure. Yes. Even if you put like you look stupid to someone, it doesn't matter because no nobody's going to come knock at the door and punch you in the face. You can do whatever you want. You feel safe. But this movie shows you that... Hey, something can happen.
0: Are you talking unfriended or unfriended to dark web? The first one's the demon, the second one's the, the dark web.
1: The first one. Yeah, the first one, yeah. Yeah. I like
0: both, but yeah, fair enough.
1: Um the other movie that I have on my list, The Visit. I okay. love that movie. Wow. I could watch that movie over and over again because it feels like fine, like it is something that happens to everybody. Go and visit your grandparents. Stay over for a couple of weeks, month, whatever, and then uh, something's <laughs> not right. <laughs> Love it. Get out okay. is on my list. A amazing film. You already said that in your list, so yeah. I
0: haven't done my list.
1: No, in the two thousand nineteen. Get
0: out it? isn't from this year. Oh, you
1: didn't put it in two thousand nineteen.
0: It's not from this year.
1: What's what's in your number one and two?
0: Us in Midsummer.
1: Oh, I saw you put that. Away. Anyway, yeah, it get isn't out. from
0: this year. Ah,
1: okay. <laughs> anyway, I so saw you mention it already. Oh, I heard from. I like rock. I like it. I went to the cinema by myself in Monterey. It was me and two other more people there, and that was great. Um, the Mark ones.
0: Paranormal the Mark yes. ones. Wow. I okay. really,
1: really like the movie, and yeah, I I think it deserved to be in my list. An extra movie that I have here because I have eleven movies instead of ten.
0: So your honorable mention.
1: Minor honorable
0: mention. Should have mentioned that. Sorry, anyway.
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) It's Annabelle, the first one. Okay. Uh, You know, I like it. You
0: said you don't like it. No, it's not. I don't like it. it. It's that it's gone down in my estimation. We, I still like it more than most people. But we rewatched it this year, and I remember being like, we both really like this movie. And then after watching it, going. I kind of like this movie, and you were still like, "No, I really like this movie."
1: I really, really like it. So I do have a number one.
0: So that's that's your
1: that's the other nine, nine plus, plus my Annabelle is your yeah. honorable
0: mention, right? Your number one.
1: My number I know what it is. one that I keep telling you, I'm able to watch it. Yes, we don't watch it, yes. and then like it's just cold outside yes. and really windy and wet, and I'm like, I kind of want to watch again this movie, and. I Probably I'm not even gonna watch it again this year. Is The
0: Witch. Not surprised. I Love knew you were that going to say movie.
1: That. There's no a big scare. It's not about there's demons jumping around or something really, really scary or no, creepy or disgusting. It's atmospheric. It's definitely that if one of those days that you come come back from work and you're cold and alone in the flat, and I'm like. I know I should put The Simpsons or something like really (laughs) stupid, but I'm like, The Witch. Like, oh. So yeah, that's my number
0: one. It's a very interesting list. So you had Unfriended, The Visit, and Paranormal Activity, the marked ones on there. Yeah. So you are a big fan of found footage, like documentary style.
1: That's what I'm telling you. Because a lot of people
0: hate that style. And a lot of people thought it was overdone. Like, do you remember when we went to the cinema to see *Devil's Due*? Do you remember that film in Canada? We saw that. Yes. The woman getting pregnant in in a, but it's like done oh, like in like Guatemala or
1: something. Yeah, but, she, but no Brazil. that's but then
0: she comes back to America. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody hated that film. Oh, that
1: was actually. That was alright.
0: Yeah, we kind of like fine Footage*. We should do more fine Footage* stuff, but we just don't like. So yeah,
1: I, I I do like this kind of stuff. I like things that then explain like. You have a lot of history on it or
0: Another thing that. Another thing as well, I would say is you seem to like popcorny mainstream type of horror, which is it's fine. True. And then number one, the witch, which is totally not that <laughs> at all.
1: It's it's the witch people that like obviously horror movies and popcorn like it. Yeah, it will be like what's the witch is boring. Yeah, uh,
0: it's amazing. It's I liked my it when we watched it. I just I we've said it in this podcast you really like the witch, and I've only ever seen it once. And we do need to rewatch it.
1: We should watch it
0: tonight. Okay, fine. Now, uh, okay, I'll give you my 10. Yeah. Uh, my 10, I tried, like you were saying, you struggle to rank things. Yeah. I agree, especially with over 10 years. That's difficult. So I was like, do I pick one film from each year or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I decided to put some sort of caveats on my list, which were some of them had to be foreign language. Some of them had to have female... I wanted to get a nice spread that represented the decade. So it might not actually be my favourite. It's just 10 films I love that represent what happened this decade. So number 10 was So not
1: necessarily are your favourites.
0: They are my favourites. Once I I say, like, okay, I need to get more foreign language on there because I have loved some foreign language films on here in this decade. And when I put my list together originally, I was like, oh, I don't have this film on here, but I loved it. I could swap it out. So the first one I swapped out was originally number 10, was Split. Right? But I've swapped it out. So I'm surprised that you mentioned The Visit. Because M. Night made two horror films this decade, The Visit and Split. I think Split's better one, but you went with The Visit. Fair enough. So, I swapped it out for the film that I wish had won the Foreign Language Oscar last year, but it wasn't nominated, which is Tigers Are Not Afraid.
1: Yeah, really good movie.
0: I think it's better than the film that won Guillermo del Toro Best Picture, The Shape of Water, uh, <laughs> What's that from?
1: Donatella Versace.
0: Ah, okay. <laughs> so I put Tigers Not Afraid at number 10 because I remember not really wanting to see it. We saw it at Glasgow Film Festival. It was your pick? And I cried. The interview with Issa Lopez was great. And then I was like, that film should get nominated for an Oscar. Oh, it's not being released. It can get nominated. That's a shame. So best support for that. That's number 10. Number nine, Under the Skin. I love Under the Skin. Right, You haven't seen it. Glaswegian people, Scarlett Johansson. Creepy. Unlike anything else I've ever seen. Love it.
1: Una bola de glasgueños. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> una bola de glasgueños.
1: Una bola de
0: glasgueños. What is una
1: bola, mean? A bunch of glasgueños. Ah, okay. Glasgueños. I, I don't know if there's a word in Spanish for glasgueños, so I just create one and I call it glasgueños. Like, like you know, when I said. Hashtag glasgueños. Glasgueños. <laughs> when I said to Fernando, la Britney glasgueña. <laughs> the class William
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, <laughs> number eight, don't breathe. I love don't oh, breathe. I knew it was really good, yeah. Love it. There's nothing else I want to say except Fede Alvarez apparently has the best idea for Don't Breathe Two. Why are we not getting Don't Breathe Two? Just make it already. Number seven, Guillermo del Toro's best film. I'm. Sl- I didn't think this when I saw it, but now I do. Crimson Peak. I think that's his best film. Oh,
1: uh, that movie's again. It makes me feel cold yes and it's really good it's really yes. colourful
0: I had to review it again like the last year like good for uh, the Wii review which we talked about on here and when I watched it again I was like wait a minute this isn't just his best English language film this is his best film I think it's better than Pan's Labyrinth*. I love Crimson Peak so it's going be on there number 6 my favourite score of the decade The Neon Demon oh. I listen to that score all the time it's one of the few film scores I listen to a lot yeah. and I adore that film I don't really need to see any more. It's not subtle. It's not nuance. It's in your face. It's about witches, necrophilia, cannibalism, modeling, and club music. It's amazing. Number five, the film that Isella hates me talking about.
1: I know, Annihilation.
0: Annihilation, correct. (laughs) So I'm not going to talk about it because I've done that to her more than enough times. Thank you. Number four, one of, I believe, only two films that we agree on in our 10 decade list. Raw. Oh. Yes. I remember going to see this because I'd heard that it was super graphic and gory, uh, which is not really stuff I like anymore. I did when I was like 18, 19, but now it's kind of
1: like, eh.
0: Like martyrs and all those. Like what? Martyrs. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, And like Antichrist and stuff like that. Irreversible. I'm not really in the mood to watch that sort of stuff. Uh, Every now and again, yes, but not as regularly. But I'd heard Raw had made people faint, so I was like, fuck it, I must see this. And then I saw it and I was like, that film was amazing, but it wasn't enough to make me faint. But it was actually a really fucking good film. So, if you've not seen Raw, see Raw. We both agree on Raw. Yeah. Number three, my favourite film of this year, Us. People can say that Get Out is the better film. I disagree. Like, I love Get Out, and then I love Us even more. So, fuck it. Us. Number two, a film I'm surprised you didn't mention. Hereditary. Probably the scariest movie of this decade, in my opinion. I still think about Tony Collette in the corner of the room. Every time I go into our bedroom and it's dark our bathroom if it's dark, I am always thinking about Tony Collette in the corner. That freaked me out. It fucked me up. I love it.
1: Fair enough. I just like, when I see my list, it's like, my movies, Yes. from start to the end, something's happening. And for example, I I think in
0: Hereditary, from start to the end, something's happening. Mm. It's slow.
1: It's a little little slow. But the witch is slow. But again, the witch is there because of the environment, of the feeling, of what kind of story it is.
0: But I think Heredity is always doing something. No, it doesn't need to be jumpy, but it's always doing something. I
1: don't think so. I think oh, fair enough. I, I, yeah, that's what I don't think a lot of viewers are okay. in my list.
0: And number one, the film that I started laughing at when you mentioned and you asked me why. Because I can't believe that you don't agree with me. Because I thought we did agree until this year. Until we started this podcast, I thought we agreed. And then as we started doing the podcast, I realized, holy shit, Gisela loves The Witch. I don't know why, but you kept talking about The Witch. I thought we agreed on the Babadook, but apparently we do not. I think the Babadook is easily the best horror film in this decade. I
1: put the Babadook,
0: but it's not as your number one.
1: No, it's a witch. Exactly. You know that it can be the second one, the third, the fourth. It's just there. It's but still there. That's
0: what I'm saying. I thought we agreed. I thought we both were like that's the best horror film probably since we've been born. But then, mm-hmm. and, and, and and I just I don't know why because we talked about the Babadook a lot and then we got this version the the Blu-ray. Uh, LGBTQ version which what? we can't play because we don't have an American Blu-ray player. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got it for the
0: cover. Yeah. Um, and it was just like, yeah, The Babadook, that's a film. And people would mention it and oh, not enough people have seen The Babadook and blah, blah, blah. But then as we started this podcast, every now and again The Witch would come up and you would be like, I love The Witch. You'd need to see it again.
1: It's because you haven't seen it so I don't talk to you about it a lot.
0: You about know? The Witch, you mean? Yes. Yeah.
1: So fair we we both seen the we both think give the opinion about it and we can just talk about it. But how can I say that oh like right now, the witch is amazing. You're like, Okay, fair enough. But it's, you don't say spoiler. I know, but you can't say anything else because you can't. The anyway. witch is your number one. Yeah. The
0: Babadook's my number one. Us is our number one both for this year. Most important horror film of the decade, I asked you this a couple of weeks ago and you said The Witch.
1: Yes. <laughs> Why do
0: you think it's important?
1: Because
0: okay i would say personally get out because it done box office success critical success award success it kind of ticked all boxes that horror movies don't regularly daniel kaluuya was nominated blah 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 etc but jordan my brother i just want to mention this because he's not a big horror fan he said insidious and i initially read that and was like insidious most important horror film of the decade don't be stupid but then i thought about it and i looked at james wan's career and I don't think you get the conjuring if Insidious doesn't happen and is successful. So therefore, the conjuring and the success that those films have had, that entire universe, I don't think that happens without Insidious. So therefore, Insidious may be more important than you think. Hmm. There's three things to consider. That's us for the year, that's us for the decade, that's us for the episode or it should have been episode first. Oh well. Thank <laughs> you for listening.
1: Thank you for everything.
0: Before we finish, just very briefly, we're going to take a break because it's the end of the year. Next year, we start anew. Is there anything you would like to cover in the new year, in 2020? Is there any franchise franchise you would say, we haven't done that in this podcast, let's do that? No. No, nothing at all? (laughs) No. Okay. The less
1: the merrier. The what? The less the merrier. So you
0: don't want to do this anymore? (laughs) Is this it? Is this the end? It might be. Oh, that's sad. (laughs) <laughs> That's ending on a real down note. I'm
1: just yeah, I'm
0: kidding.
1: <laughs> I just want to watch Harry Potter, right?
0: now. Okay. Well, then who knows what we're going to do next year because Gisela won't play along. <laughs> 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 Thank you for listening.
1: Gracias por escucharnos. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Año Nuevo. Y felices fiestas.
0: Hasta la próxima. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, look who has returned. It <laughs> is Gisela Martinez. She's finally here. I'm here. To join in the episode. Um, we'll not be talking about Black Christmas <laughs> 2006. No, because I haven't it. seen it, yeah. However, much less <laughs> popping eyeballs and serial killers and incest, we have our own horror story.
1: Oh my God. Would you like
0: to tell the people where you were?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was out with my friends having an afternoon tea that was lovely. The Hidden Lane in the West End. Go there if you're in Glasgow. Amazing. The scones are so good. So, yes, go for the scones. Amazing. After that, we went to my friend's house, have a couple of drinks, and then we have tickets to go to the Elfin Grove. The controversial Elfin Grove. So it was that Kelvin Grove. It's a the Kelvin gallery. Grove is a museum here in Glasgow. Yeah. But for Christmas, they're doing this Elfin Grove. So Elf all around the museum showing you a different perspective of the museum. Basically, the trailer says the museum comes alive and then you're gonna see things that you've never seen before christmasy vibe and all that shit but 15 pounds i pay for that and i pay another 15 pounds so callum will come with me Mm -hmm. but he decided to not come with me because there were two more friends coming with me they are latin girls speaking spanish and he's like no shit i'm gonna take that
0: actually that's not true There was supposed to be one of the husbands going It's supposed to be one
1: of the husbands, but there were two two more girls and he was like, No, I'm not going to that. Like you're gonna be a speaking Spanish, girl stuff, no thank you. I'll stay home and watch all these black Christmas movies.
0: Yes. And I've enjoyed I've enjoyed myself. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Fair enough. So I'm back from that. (laughs) I went there and oh my god.
0: We should say that the reviews were bad. Yeah, yeah, like a a couple
1: of weeks ago, uh, the museum thing started and the reviews were bad. Like, oh, my God, Mm -hmm. give me my money back. It's not good for the kids, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, okay, maybe it's not good for the kids because I heard there's not a Santa around. I mean, it's a Christmas thing and there's not a Santa. And I was like, fair enough. Okay, maybe it's more like, like an adult stuff. Because outside the museum, after you finish all this tour around the museum, you get like um kind of like a Christmas market with bars and stalls that sell food. You have a silent disc, and I was like, silent what? A disc. A disco. Disco. Yeah, sorry. Um, I was like, okay, maybe that's fun. Maybe it's just parents complaining and moaning about. So I was like, okay, let's go. So we went there. Is shite. <laughs> it's actually shit. Um. So Artic, basically they have times for when you need to uh, start the tour. We got the 10.30. So we went there and they were like, okay, hello. There was a really like crazy elf saying, hello, welcome to Elf and Grow. And you're gonna see things that you never see before. And we're like, okay. And then we're like, oh, hurry up, hurry up. And I'm like, oh, okay. So we get inside the museum and there are signs all around the museum like, okay, go to the next stage, go to the next stage. So I'm not going to make this really, really long, but basically there were signs telling us, go to the next stage and then like a dinosaur with a Christmas hat, <laughs> Brussels sprouts in the ceiling and a Brussels sprout Dancing all around one of the stage in one of the stages, and I was like, "What?" And then there's a plane with a lot of lights that are apparently is World War World War Two, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Okay, uh, Christmas? <laughs> like mm-hmm. what?" And then um, just people dancing around all the galleries, and then I,
0: I. A rocket ship. You told me about
1: a rocket ship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the last stage. The last stage you get in the museum. Like, but this, like, when you get to the last stage, you already pass, like, um, let's say, like, eight stages or eight rooms that has, the like, different teams. Like, I don't even remember those teams. So we get to the last one, and then there's, like, um, a rocket launch from Glencoe, Glasgow. I'm like, okay, no, Glasgow, Glasgow, Glencoe, Scotland, sorry, I'm drunk, I'm a little bit drunk, (laughs) (laughs) I've been drinking since like 3.30, so, excuse me, Um,
0: and it's now (laughs) 3.45, what, (laughs) it's now after midnight, no, it's
1: 12.20, anyway, (laughs) so we get to the last stage, rocket launch from Glencoe, Scotland. And I was like, okay, okay. And then there's a countdown. Well, no, there's an elf saying, like, oh my god, this rocket, uh, the fuel is shears. So come on, people scream and people like. But this time it's like eleven, and there's like kids falling asleep, and they're like, yeah, oh, come on, I can't hear you, yeah. Anyway, this 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 is a pre-recorded video, so the rocket launch and there's a countdown and then it stops at 13 I'm recording a video like oh I heard this amazing because the ceiling is gonna get really like light up with this amazing light and they're like oh no there's a problem with the rocket I'm like fuck off <laughs> fuck off, you're gonna leave this place and I'm like show me come on I just wanna leave and then like okay finally we, we solved the problem and then three, two, one. the thing leaves and I'm like recording all this and I'm like okay the things in the ceiling are gonna appear and I'm like and there's just a a few dots on the ceiling and I'm like that's it and then it's just like thank you for coming exit follow the exit signs I'm like what the fuck and I said to my friend please I want my money my money back we went out oh oh so we went out (laughs) oh yeah 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 wait for it so when you finish the tour outside there are stools, with like a christmas market team that you can drink and have food and enjoy the rest of the things everything was closed <laughs> so, so you couldn't have food. we i didn't have food we didn't have food we didn't have drinks so after that there was a guy saying like you want a photo on the elfin grove sign and we're like well fuck yes i paid 15 pounds for this so take at least a photo we took a photo. We don't look that happy. And then like, okay, I'm ordering an Uber and I'm home. So yeah. 50 pounds, I get, um
0: 15 or 50? 15. Oh, okay.
1: 15 pounds. Well, 30. Yeah.
0: Because I pay yeah, for yeah, you yeah, and know. you
1: then go. I know. So, I came back with um, an invoice from Uber that cost me 10 pounds to get home <laughs> and a chocolate coin from the museum and a candy cane. So oh, You got a candy cane? Yes, I got a candy cane. That is it worth 15 pounds? No. So Elfin Grove, fucking give me my money back. <laughs> we are actually asking for our money back. So yes, that was my nightmare tonight. Yeah. A horror film in real life. So and
0: I didn't have it in real life. But I did have a horror film and, with candy cane.
1: And, and I'm still hungry because I came came back home, Calum ordered a pizza, he left me two slices and I'm still hungry. So fuck this night. Fuck Elfin Grow and yeah, like I, I don't know what was that, but it's shite.